Coming up, we're very excited to talk about the Christmas season at Universal Studios Florida on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, as always, Rhino. Hello. And we are going to go over the holidays at Universal Studios Florida. You might remember a few weeks back, we went in-depth on what's happening over at Islands of Adventures for the holidays. Uh, basically, Grinchmas. It was a lot of Grinch talk over and over and over again. But now we're going to do the same thing with Universal Studios Florida in what is our final episode, technically, of... 2021. We will still have more Universal content being released throughout the uh, next couple weeks, including a show that we recorded during our Give Kids the World Power of 10 marathon uh, that happened on December 11th. But this is our final, final show uh, that hasn't already been recorded as of this time. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Before we get to that, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation to Universal Orlando through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money and you get the help of an awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. They are there to do as much or as little as you want. So if all of that sounds good, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no obligation quote. Now, I thought this was going to be a little bit more of an exciting conversation today than it will probably end up being. Um, I, I I don't know. Part of me, I feel like when we did the Islands of Adventure episode, I feel like the narrative that I kind of went with was that, oh, you know, Islands, great with Grinchmas and all, but uh, if I had to choose one that I was going to do, like all the holiday stuff at, at either park, uh, I would probably lean a little bit towards Universal Studios Florida, but now I'm just not I'm not so sure about that. I'm just not quite sure about it, Rhino. I, I I there is a good amount of entertainment that happens, but I don't know. I don't know if I necessarily got the entire holiday uh the holiday feels out of Universal Studios Florida. But uh what about what about you? I, I started the last one with this question. I'll ask it again. Uh, do you think what Universal Studios Florida has to offer for a one-day, one-park ticket, do you think it's good with its holiday offerings? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's included with your ticket. They could do nothing, and it would still be the same price. So that's why I'm like, you know, they they do have decorations up in all the different lands, which is nice. But then it's like... um it's I, I was literally talking about this to my friend Anthony and Nicole yesterday where I was like, I can't believe this is kind of all included with the ticket because there was like, um, you know, they have the big tree that's always up outside in New York, outside of the Macy's over there. And they have the tribute store, which is nice. And I know that people are like, well, that's just a shopping uh, a shopping area. But lately they've been doing like 
fun meet and greets by the tree. You know, Earl the Squirrel comes out there. They have the um, the various parade uh, dancers who they have like, uh, you know, there's like Nutcracker, the toys and the robot and all that sort of stuff. They come out over there and, and it's not just like they come out. They do like a little song and dance and then they do pictures, which I think is is really a lot of fun. I don't know. It's some of it's ridiculous. Like King Julian coming out and them doing the move it, move it. Like, but then pictures, I'm like, I love how stupid this is. Like, I, I, it's not stupid, but I, I love a good, you give me a good 90s dance beat any time of day. But I, I don't know. I, they, both parks have decorations, you know, and, um, but it's like, I, I like the parade a lot. I don't know. I guess it just depends. Because are you in it for the Grinch or are you in it for the other stuff? Because it's just two different things, you know. I, I will say I feel like the the decorations themselves feel a little bit more natural at Universal Studios Florida because, like, with the Hollywood section, uh, even though there's no part of Hollywood that still has that charm to this day, uh, from what I've seen of Hollywood, like it still feels. It feels it feels natural. Maybe that's because of Disney's Hollywood Studios down the way also having a similar aesthetic. But then like New York, I mean, it is like a cleaner, idealized version of New York. But it, I, I don't know. It, it does connect and it connects for me, at least in that way. So I, th- I, I think decorations are suited much better in Universal Studios Florida rather than Islands of Adventure. But I, I, you kind of sold me on it a little bit more as we we uh, we first started off with this because, I, I don't know, I feel like I was coming into this with a little bit of a Grinch attitude. But <laughs> as, as you started talking, yeah, there actually there there is quite a bit. And you already brought up the, uh, the characters, uh, the parade characters mm-hmm. that will dance out in front of the tree. And so I, I, I want to actually start there just because, uh, this, this one's going to be a little bit more fragmented. When we talked about islands of adventure, we went through a linear line of our day because we were able to do everything in one day and it was easy. It was so nice. Uh, we have not had the same fortunate mm. luck with um with Universal Studios Florida between uh performers not showing up for their performance times uh high winds making it so that there are no balloons for the parade uh we've had some challenges and then also even I'll say surprise entertainment that's not listed as holiday entertainment that, but then found out that there's a small holiday twist with it. So it's going to be more jumping around as we think of things, but Rhino pointed out the, the characters in front of the tree, you know, I've, I, I, we know with Mardi Gras, with other parades with universal that they will have, uh, performers out in the streets and, uh, before the parade time, because you know what, they're getting paid. They're not going to just, do the parade for you know 45 minutes however long it takes to get around and that's their entire shift and they get to pack up and go home no uh, a lot of them get to to come out in the streets and do photo ops with guests and it starts all the way at the beginning of the park in production central area you'll you'll start to see some of the performers and then it gets it gets uh, to the point where there's just more and more once you get back into New York and and when we were just there the other day that was the first time I ever saw them do the the little song and dance show it's cute it's very cute yeah i i mean i i was a little disappointed because earl didn't come out when 
yesterday when we were there. Um, but uh, no, yeah. I also I was just thinking that King Julian I never see in Universal Studios Florida. I always see him in Islands of Adventure. Where where was King Julian? Because you brought him up even that day to me multiple times. I never saw him. Was he in front of the to tree? tree? Yeah, like so. I was literally about to step inside of the. Um, inside of the tribute store and i saw them walking down the street and i was like oh let's just wait a second and they did a move it move it none of the backup dancers are men today though so it wasn't as good as i had hoped it would be but it was still good um but yeah so i i i I thought it was going to be like a bunch of songs but i was like he did move it and then they just stood there and waited for people to come up to them and i was like that's pretty cool i was like that's fun and you know i i I don't I don't want to hop on from like other characters yet, but like the, was it um, Despicable Me that came out with their float? Or, and I was like, it, it was a holiday version of their float. So it would have been the float from the parade, right? Yeah. So just like during, uh, during the non-Christmas time portions of the year, uh, over outside of the, uh, the Pantages Theater with Horror Makeup Show and by Mel's, uh, they, they will pull during non Christmas times of the year, they'll pull out the superstar parade floats in the street. And they'll, you know, they'll do a quick little show. They'll meet for some photo ops and then they'll go back in and they do the exact same thing, uh, during the holiday season with the holiday parade floats. And, you know, I, I don't have around that area that much so i've seen the despicable me float come out we saw the shrek float come out the other day and you know shrek and fiona and the three blind mice were all out there so and they were in their they were in their holiday garb though because the three blind mice had their scarf and like puss in boots was all dressed up with like his he he was a little extra festive and stuff yeah it's perfect it's i I love that it's a chance to, you know, see these characters and get a photo with them in their holiday gear outside of just being a part of the parade. It, it makes it really nice. So, uh, that, that, as we just pointed out though, that means that you have these opportunities to see characters, not just once, but also twice, you know, in front of the tree, it can be random characters. Like I saw all the toys and from the parade. And then over in Hollywood, you can see some of the bigger floats and some of the other characters. So uh, it's nice. It adds, wait for this, it adds character to the park. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you. So let's move on to some of the entertainment options that are happening throughout the day at Universal Studios Florida. The two we're not going to talk about are... uh, are the beat builders as well as what I believe they call the holiday tones, uh, which is the acapella group that performs throughout the day. Uh, if you've been watching and listening for a long time, you will know automatically that Rhino and I try to ignore all things acapella on this show. <laughs> uh, we, it's, I hate speaking on behalf of both of us. I'm sure he'll share his thoughts onto it, but it's just not something I care to see in a theme park. It doesn't mean they're not great singers and they're not doing a thing. It just, I, I pass by it. I don't, I don't care for that entertainment. And Beat Builders is the same way. It is loud. It's noisy. Uh, the, the <sighs> holiday part that we heard of their show featured, uh, Carol of the Bells and a, it officially has ruined that song for me it's ruined it completely but yeah i don't i don't know if you have any more thoughts on beat builders or acapella rhino yeah i it it was just it was uh uh, offensively loud i guess is what i would call it i don't want to i don't want to take anybody's talent out here but i was just like i could do without this (laughs) 
I don't mean yeah. to be mean, but I, no, well, some people might like it. It's just, oh, I said stop. I saw stop in the year 2000, and you know what? It was great. I, I will absolutely say, of all of the entertainment options around Universal Studios Florida, I'm talking normal times of year and Christmas, I feel like Beat Builders always has the largest crowd. Like, yeah, people love it. So, uh, I, I know, I know I am just speaking for myself on it. I don't get it. It's loud. I, I don't, I don't care for it. But if you're looking for holiday spirit and you would think, well, Beat Builders is never going to get into, into the holiday mode, uh, with their show, they actually do. So, uh, consider, consider it an option if you're looking for that holiday entertainment. But the first one I want to talk about is actually the Blues Brothers Rhythm and Blues Christmas Review, which, uh, it's, it's a seasonal staple that happens every holiday season. And, you know, the Blues Brothers, you feel like their time could be up at Universal Studios Florida at any point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but they stick around and they do, they do a pretty, uh, a pretty consistent holiday show. I mean, and I mean that in terms of like, they are always consistently good and it has now been the exact same holiday show that I've been watching for almost 10 years. So, uh, Rhino, Rhino, what, what, what are your thoughts on, on this one? I like that their car has stockings on it. <laughs> what, what a glowing review. Always, always a great review uh when it starts with stockings on a car but before we really get into it let's go ahead and take a a brief look at it thing i'll say about this show is that i figured as time went on they would adjust some of the things from it like during the uh, blue they sing blue christmas uh, as part of the show which you know blues it's got that it's got that right that right feel to it so uh, i'm totally fine with it but there's a portion where um where he he pulls the trash can over and he pulls the uh he takes the lid off and turns it over and there's like a tree attached to the lid and starts decorating it. And uh, one of the things he uses to decorate it are marble reds. And I'm like, after, after all these years, I still can't believe that they have switched that up. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things. It's just like, 
it, I guess it doesn't encourage people to smoke. And if you're a smoker, you know, that's that's fine. That's that's all your choice and stuff. But it's just weird that that they like openly advertise it in a theme park. And then that song ends with them taking a can of PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon, and that's the tree topper on it instead of a star. So it's like mm-hmm. it's just it's a weird flex. But um you know, it's uh, it's a cute show. Singing Snowman instead of Soul Man, and uh, you know, Mabel starts the show with uh, "All I Want for Christmas Is You," which means I automatically hate the show for that reason. Uh, I I just you just reminded me that uh, when I uh, I said the thing about Julian earlier, I forgot that his show is a is a Christmas twist because you know it's like, I like to move it and it's like um, go Santa, go Santa. Go Santa. So they do the, they do, uh, some, f- like the snowman instead of soul man. But some similar happens over there too. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I think it's one of those shows, uh, just like any time of the year with the Blues Brothers, uh, show, you don't have to stand there and wait for a good spot. It, as soon as you hear it off in the distance, start walking over there and, and give it a watch. You know, it is, it's, it's holiday from, from head to toe with it and I, there's some little funny jokes in there like I, I i love that the one joke is that inside their stockings there's a present for them and it's it's more black sunglasses that they then switch and they're the exact same sunglasses as the one they're currently wearing uh and you know they always say if you have to explain a joke then it's not funny but uh i hope <laughs> i hope i still explained it well well enough for you to appreciate it but i do i do think it's a show that's worth worth watching especially if you're in that area so mm-hmm. uh it, it does end around like four o'clock in the day though so keep that in mind and that's been consistent year after year after year or two if you're like oh, i'll catch it after the parade that's that's not gonna happen you have to watch it earlier in the day pretty much with all the shows uh where we're talking about today and uh why don't we why don't we switch gears though before we talk about the last show that it may or may not be offensive. We still haven't decided on that. But let's go into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And uh, inside Diagon Alley, of course, there's decorations galore, just like at over at uh, Hogsmeade inside Islands of Adventure and their Wizarding World of Harry Potter. But the holiday twist in here is that Celestina Warbeck and the Banshees does a Christmas show and uh, it is all holiday themed to the wizarding world. And well, let's go ahead. Take a look at it. Did you hear that?
Rhino, they announce what the name of each of the songs are before they actually sing yeah. them, but none of them are memorable to me at all. I was just going to say, I was one. like, oh, I, mine is the, uh, but I can't remember the words, is the, my blah, 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 got me a hippogriff for Christmas. The, oh, the, yeah. But I'm assuming it's called hippogriff for Christmas, but it's I just can't remember what she refers to, which she's like, I think it's my love. Got me a hippogriff for Christmas or something, but I like I I really do actually like all the the holiday stuff for Wizarding World. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. I, I, it's I, absurd, but I like it. <laughs> yes. And with with Celestina, uh, I think I think this show is is really really entertaining. Celestina, we're back in the Banshees, is in my opinion still the best entertainment in in both parks. The only thing I would put right up to it. Is the uh, is the also happening on that same stage in Diagon Alley is the the um, Tales of Beetle the Bard the special puppetry mm. show that they do there I I think that is also fantastic uh, just a complete different a different uh, approach to the actual entertainment with it but in terms of in terms of like singers because there are a lot of there are a lot of singing shows that happen around the parks i think there is none better than celestina warbeck and the banshees uh and and this show is great too and i i promise you will not recognize any of the holiday songs but that doesn't mean it's not worth watching it's yeah you're learning something new i just uh, as i i said i wish it was maybe a little bit more memorable like i i can hum the songs mm. in my head but could not could not sing a single word from it maybe that means they need to release an album i would love it if they put it on vinyl i mean i i guess they could put it on streaming but i like vinyl yeah. oh no a, a vinyl release i mean we've gotten the uh, we gotten the halloween horror nights vinyl uh, so it's not like Universal hasn't hasn't gone down that road before. I guess it has something to do with the Midnight Syndicate being the ones probably to help release it too. But I would love I would love for more music from Universal to be released for streaming as well as on vinyl if possible. Also, the Island of Adventure music from that CD that was out years and years and years ago that would be that would be neato. But yeah, with the Wizarding World with Celestina, you know, just put all the songs on there. Put her regular set on there. Put the Christmas stuff on there. It'll be mm-hmm. a, a, it'll be a nice holiday gift to us all. You'll bring honor to us all. Fantastic, fantastic. Okay, and the last bit of entertainment in terms of singers and such that we are going to talk about. Uh, this one was a surprise to us. It was. Uh, it's the Marilyn Monroe show that happens, <laughs> uh, Marilyn and the Diamond Bellas. And this is not listed as part of the actual Christmas entertainment in the parks and the holiday entertainment. We were uh, waiting somewhere outside around Mel's. I think we had just gotten beers and Marilyn Monroe came out and uh, they started they started making like holiday references to it. Like, I think they, it was, they changed the name for the girls from the diamond Bellas to the jingle Bellas or something. Yeah. I think so along those lines. And so, uh, we, we were in a rush to get to the next place we were going. So we couldn't stop and watch it the first day, uh, that we were over there trying to do it. Cause we just didn't know about it or we would have added that into our schedule. But, uh, we, we then said, okay, well, we have to go back and see it and, and see what's holiday about it. And so let's go head and take a look at what makes it a holiday show. And now Miss Marilyn shall sing a song about all the things on her Christmas list. So many things on that list. Oh, I 
There are ways to smell Hanukkah. Take it away, Miss Mary. Santa baby, slip a sable under the tree for me. Don't worry, it's a fake fur. It's been an awful good girl. You look Santa like you might be So hurry down the chimney tonight. What else you got on that list? Santa baby, a 54 convertible to light blue. Perfect. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby. So hurry. Santa baby, yes. there's one thing I really do need, the deed, to a platinum mine, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney All right, tonight. girls, let's play a five, six, seven, I really do believe in you. Let's see if you believe in Miss me. Santa baby, oh. forgot to mention one little thing. A ring. I don't mean all the phone. Good, because I forgot baby. to pay the bill. So As you can see, uh, there's not a lot that makes it a holiday show. It still uh, kicks off with Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend. Uh, but then it does go into a, I, I don't know if I'd say erotic, but definitely an uncomfortable version of Santa Baby. Uh, while Meanwhile, the director is screaming in the background during portions as well, too. I, yeah. I don't know how is I feel Is that normal? Is that what normally happens in the regular show? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because he is It directing. was weird. I mean, this is the days of the, the director's show. We're going to dub it all over anyways. So go ahead and... Well, I mean, your- the show was dubbed. So <laughs> yeah, except for him. But I... I, Yeah, it was a little... It was one of those things where I was like, this whole concept of this is weird. Because there's like no cameras. But they're like, we're just filming this thing. I'm just... I don't know. I, I didn't... I don't know, too. Also, in the middle of a Christmas song, the guy started just yelling out random references to Hanukkah about, like, spinning like a dreidel and eating lakas and, like, and I was like, um, this feels vaguely offensive. Like, I'm not Jewish, but our friend standing next to us was, and he was kind of, like, laughing at the absurdity of it, but I also don't know that he was, like, legitimately offended or he just was like... I think it's so absurd that I'm laughing. Like, yeah, he's a very easygoing guy, so yeah. I don't, I don't know if it would be enough to offend him, but it, 
It was weird. So I it was know. a choice. <laughs> yeah, it was a choice. I don't know if I would go ahead and like schedule time out to see Marilyn Monroe for this as as a holiday uh, form of entertainment, but it is an option. I will. I will just. I mean, if you're in the area walking by, it it's it's very quick. Yeah. It, it lasts like what, like less than ten minutes, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very. It's uh. It was just you know, unless more happened after we left, it was literally uh, diamonds are a girl's best friend, Santa baby, and then okay, take photos. So maybe they do a show on the way out. And as she's she's leaving, I'm sure they probably do. But uh, we decided we had enough at that point. <laughs> I'm going to awkwardly wait for them to finish taking photos to record them more. That yeah, feels weird. that that was that was where I was kind of at with it. So, uh, well, we will never know, but it is an option. And before we get to the parade, uh, I do want to just mention really quickly uh, the the tribute store because Rhino did a walking tour on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash WDW info of it shortly after it opened. And uh, it's it's a great way to get a look at what's inside the, of the tribute store and and see the merchandise that was in there and give you an idea of what to expect this year and what you might expect for next year's tribute store. But uh, Rhino, were there any things, uh, any little Easter egg stuff in there that you were you were pleasantly surprised with? Because a lot of this, the store isn't what's inside. It's the design of what's inside. Yeah. The design is great. I, I, I think these things are works of art. So I hope they keep rotating it and we keep keeping it open all year. Um, the first room is filled with a lot of stuff that you'll find scattered around the park, I feel like. But then there's, um, like if you look up, there's a train that's driving around the room. Although the last couple of times I've been in there, the train hasn't been moving, but it's stopped in just the right spot where you can see if you look in front, the train is actually pushing a little DeLorean, which I thought was like a fun nod. And then like on the woodshop table, they have like cutouts of like ET's ET in front of his space ship and like the DeLorean's doors are open and there's little dinosaurs on the table and I I, I really like that um, the Jaws boat you know, the Orca the, yes the Jaws boat yes and um, there's a big bear in there that I'm pretty sure is a reference to the Halloween Horror Nights bear I'm not 100% positive because it's like medium size smaller it's not the bear that was in there but I yeah. feel like that's the HHN bear reference but um, but yeah I mean I I think the whole thing's great I the Earl the Squirrel room is awesome where they have like some treats and stuff like that in there i love that it's like a very like 50s 60s kind of um like that tchotchkes like that sort of yeah. kind of decorations you know and oh the um, at the top of the tree that's uh with all the the lights kind of flickering and stuff it's a cute little yeah. detail yeah, I I, lo- I love that. Like, I I think they did a great job in the Grinch room too, because it's it's like it's I mean it's small, but it's like it's cute. It's got like the yeah. sled. It's got a good photo op in there, you know. Yeah. The only room I don't really care for is the actual the Harry Potter, the final room. That's uh, like I'm going for a blend of just Christmas at Hogwarts with the Yule Ball. It's very white. It's very I don't know. It's just it, it's not it's not for me, and I feel like it's also. And this is not an insult to the people who build these beautiful stores. It almost feels like we don't have any other ideas. So let's just throw the Wizarding World in right at the end. I like, I mean, I like the projecting, like the falling snow that they were doing in there and stuff. But it, it also feels, I think, a little weird because like Universal, like it's the it's the Jim Carrey Grinch. And then it's the, it's, you know, it's Earl the Squirrel. And it's then, it's like the, the first room has, it's a Santa's workshop. So it's like a big giant nutcracker. So all these rooms have been very much like universal rides, universal properties, universal experiences. 
and not to say that Harry Potter isn't universal, but it walks in and you're like, oh, this one's the licensed property. <laughs> like, it doesn't have that same sort of... Also, I don't... I know there are people out there because it snows and Harry Potter takes place over the school year. People consider those Christmas movies because a lot of them are released around Christmas. But I just consider them having Christmas elements, not being Christmas movies. Yeah. But I don't I don't dislike it. I... I'm mad because they didn't have the glass I wanted in there, but that's fine. I'll get over it. It, it will be back in stock eventually. Yeah, I could have got it any time since it's been released. You waited literally. For it must. It, then it's, it's like they heard me say, "Yeah, I was going to get it." Oh, I know. You're gonna you're gonna leave to go home for Christmas, and they're gonna have more than they know what to do with it. It's gonna be a repeat of me and the freaking coasters. It's available on the website. That's the hard part, too, where I was like, nope, not buying it on the website. Available on the website, that means they have stock of it somewhere, and it will eventually be back out in stores. So I will never make that mistake again. (laughs) Hear you me. I will never make that mistake again. Uh, But, yeah, and I think the other thing I don't like about that portion of the room, and I don't want to dwell on it, but I hope it's something they go back to uh, in the future, is that before it was always a cluster getting from the final room into that that room that it's in the checkout room uh mm-hmm. because like they'd have the treat stand so there'd be one line for people who want to look at treats and buy treats and then another line for people trying to check out and it was always a cluster and it didn't work and now it's just oh well instead of a nice easy way to move into the checkout line it's now there's now all this merchandise in the middle of the floor that's making it very difficult to get to that area too when people are trying to shop mm. and browse around. So they still just they need to nail that final ending to it to make it a lot more smooth in terms of getting to the checkout line and then getting out of the tribute store. But uh, still, it, it packs the holiday spirit. I'll say that. I'll say that you wanted Christmas with the cranks. I did. I wanted. I wanted, uh, a, wanted a ham rolling down, parked on the side, and a, a ham, a holiday ham rolling down a hill, getting run over by a semi truck, and uh, just a photo of Tim Allen with Botox uh, spilling water out of his mouth. I wanted, wanted all of that. Wanted all of it, but not getting it. Not not yet. Maybe one day down the down the line. But that brings us to the last bit of holiday. Uh, holiday entertainment that we do have to discuss at Universal Studios Florida, and that is Universal's Holiday Parade featuring Macy's. And let's start off by taking a quick look at it. Yeah, this parade, Rhino, has been the bane of my existence this year. Uh, <laughs> from uh, This is the first year that I found out if it's too windy, they won't actually have the parade with balloons, because I have never... I mean, it makes perfect sense, but I have never seen it in all my years uh, going all the way back to 2011. I've never seen I've never seen the parade get canceled and I've never seen it where uh, they've they've run the parade, but just without the balloons. And I'm sure it has been canceled. And I know it's definitely run without balloons before. I've just never witnessed it. So it's been a rather windy couple weeks in Florida and has been very aggravating trying to see it uh, because of that. And the days that I'm there without my camera are the days that it's perfect. And the days that I'm there ready to actually see it are the days that it's it's not happening. Or I get told by team members, no, they're not going to be balloons today. And then find out an hour <laughs> later. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were balloons. <laughs> yeah. Very close to the ground, but they were there. 
Yes, absolutely. But uh, so the parade, obviously, it's their original version of their parade before way back in the day. It was the Macy's holiday parade and then it rebranded five years or so ago to universal's holiday parade and features so many of the dreamworks characters but uh, it's a cute parade you know as i said features dreamworks so madagascar's featured shrek is featured as well too and you know then it kind of goes into more of the traditional stuff uh, that you would feel like you'd see with macy's with some of the the toys and going into santa's workshop and then uh, climaxing with santa claus himself and i still i have the same critique about this parade every single year which it's going to be around with us for a long time uh it is a fun parade the balloons are so impressive i love them all uh, but the music for this is so slow that for mm. a parade that takes a half an hour to make its way from start to finish, uh, it just it feels like it drags. Whereas when we watched it the one night without the balloons in it, when it was just the floats by themselves, it was like a 13 minute parade and it felt quick. Yeah. It felt to the point and it felt like, OK, that's a great pace. That's a great pace. But with it, with the balloons added in, it just it starts to feel long and draining, as impressive as it is. But it still is something that should not be missed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If that's why you're there. I'm not a parade person, and I like this parade. Mm. What's your favorite part of the parade? The flying donkey with the lipstick. <laughs> you're a man who knows what you like. <laughs> it just weirds me out. I like looking at it. It's like, it's like a... I, I, it's the decisions. I like to lo- look at it and be like, it was cool when it was the flying donkey with the wings, but then for some reason they gave it bright red lipstick. It's the lipstick for me that I'm like, what was that? What was that thought process right here? That's all. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't have answers for you on that, but I, I, I will say, I, since we don't really have a lot to say in terms of the parade itself, I want to talk about spots you can watch. Uh, out front of the uh, the Macy's building in New York, where the tree is located, that is, you know, that's that's one of the prime spots because it's obviously impressive. You see Santa light up the tree, and that's it, it's a it's a big moment. Uh, there's not a lot of viewing area there, so you have to get there very early if you want that prime spot. And then, really, in that close general vicinity, uh, it's also it can get very tight. As you get closer to the parade start time, uh, and then uh, one of the one of the things we found is all the way down at the end of the street, kind of right down by Louis, uh, you'll have more of a head-on look at the parade as it's coming down New York. Uh, I I think that's a great spot to watch uh, as well too, just because it's a it's a cool angle. They shoot off a lot of confetti and stuff as floats are going mm-hmm. through, so it gives you a very interesting perspective on the parade, and you don't have to get there that early to grab a spot. Uh, if you watch in some of the weirder parts of the parade route, like in front of the music plaza stage in front of, uh, you know, transformers in that area, it's no one's watching from there. So just get there, get there a couple minutes before the parade's going to roll around and you still shouldn't have a big problem to find a spot, but a, an underrated place. I think to watch the parade is from Hollywood too. You're thinking, Oh, it's a universal's holiday parade featuring Macy's balloons. Why not watch in New York? Uh, Hollywood is also doing a lot for the parade. It's shooting off confetti from there too. And there are so many Christmas lights on the palm trees as well as the actual buildings in Hollywood that 
it, it makes it for a really cool perspective uh, in terms of like getting in that holiday mood. So it's it also fills up not not as quickly as New York, but it, it will fill up as well too. So I would I would consider that. And, uh, I think, I think you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be let down with it. But at the same time too, I'm sitting here like, I'm saying this from like a person who wants to take photos and videos of the parade. If you just want to see it, literally find, find a spot where Hmm. no one's at and park it there. But if you want the cool perspective with your photos and videos, I, I think, I think at the, somewhere in Hollywood or right around New York in the tree, those are your, your best spots to watch it that make for the coolest experience. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And I, that's, I, unless I'm truly forgetting anything, I think that kind of does it. We're not going to talk about Mannheim Steamroller. They were only here for two weeks and two weekends, yeah. even that being four performances. Uh, so there's not really four days of performances. So there's not really anything to, to go over with it. But, uh, plan if, if you want to try to see them, you basically have to plan on the the two weekends uh, that are at the start of December. So this year it fell on December 4th and 5th and then uh, 11th and 12th. So that's roughly they're always like the first two weekends of December when they play. So keep that in mind. But yeah, like I, I criticized them before, they play the greatest hits that you could expect from Mannheim Steamrollers Christmas set. But then they also replay the entire Grinch production, too. So if you had just saw it earlier in the day and then you see it happening on a stage with the full band and stuff, it's a lot of Grinch miss in a very a short time. <laughs> a lot yeah. of Grinch. Uh, so, yeah. But, uh, yep, I think after talking about it, you know what, Rhino, you sold me. While the holiday entertainment isn't perfect at Universal Studios Florida, there is enough there that I would say – if you were only there for one park one day, I think you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of Universal between the tribute store, the entertainment, and then the food booths that are set up. There's a lot happening mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I, honestly, it, it's like I, I it was surprising to me yesterday because, it, it, you know, I was like, eh, it's just kind of like snuck in there. I don't know. It's a nice smattering. Nice smattering. Yep. And as you said, too, best part of it all, just like Islands of Adventure, all included with your park admission. So mm-hmm. you cannot argue with free. That is the best yeah. price of anything, especially when it's whenever there is some entertainment thrown at you. But uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for Christmas at Universal Studios Florida. Uh, between this and Islands of Adventure, I hope we uh, kind of painted a good picture for you. And if you're considering it for your plans for next year, I might go ahead and say, you know what? We're going to give it a shot. Finally, let's give it a go. And uh, if you do go i hope you enjoy it and if you need help trying to plan that trip of course you can always book a vacation through dreams unlimited travel and it will support us and you will get taken care of the way you need to that sounded weird but (laughs) are they gonna off somebody yeah (laughs) yeah maybe Uh, i don't know if the agents are allowed to do that but you know what (laughs) talk to them figure it out it's, each agent is very different but they will be there for you as much or as little as you need them to help you uh that's yeah yeah that's that but okay also uh if you want to support us more you can always hit the thumbs up if you're watching this on youtube subscribe to the channel and leave comments questions and video suggestions in the comments section and then if you're listening to this please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts 
it's through Apple Podcasts, take the moment to leave us a five-star rating and review. That would be the best holiday Christmas present of all is a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. So then more people find out about us because they're like, hey, these guys know what they're doing. Even if we don't, mm-hmm. they'll at least believe that. But uh, thank you, Rhino, so much for having this conversation with me. We'll see you in the new year. No, we'll see you before that, but we'll see you in the new year. Thank you. On your birthday. <laughs> You're getting happy birthday, everybody. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and I just want to start by saying to not start, but finish by saying thank you, everyone out there, for supporting us over the past year, for watching and listening. And I, I truly cannot say how much I appreciate it. I just said the five star ratings and reviews is a gift. Uh, thumbs up on YouTube is a gift, and subscribing to the channel, all that stuff is a great gift. But uh, just you taking the time to watch and listen is the greatest gift of all it allowed us to bring this show back from hiatus of uh potentially uh dooming hiatus that we would never see or hear from this again so uh it's truly one of the our favorite parts of this job is getting to to record the show and visit universal and and report back on everything we do and looking forward to doing it for years and years and years as long as you keep finding the show interesting so thank you so much for for all of the support with it it truly does mean the world to us thank you. that's going to do it with our final show of 2021 again with an asterisk there will be a couple more videos uh, and i'll probably release the audio with those too and uh, maybe one more one more show but this is our our final big one that rhino and i are recording for 2021 we did it it's i feel like feel like i can take the backpack off my shoulders now and relax and uh, enjoy some <laughs> cranberry kringle that I have going to Universal without having to do any work with it and uh, and look forward to 2022 rolling around. So uh, with that, let's go into do it for this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again in 2022 with another episode. Uh, but remember, until then, we still haven't changed the name. 